Hey, Dr. Mike here. So if you want to live forever-ish, you got to know what's in and what's out. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your hosts, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. Okay, welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and I'm here with Dr. Crystal. And this is our three ins and an out for living forever-ish. Uh, you know, these the ins are what you want to do, right, Dr. Crystal? That's right. What you want to do or what you should be incorporate. Yeah, what you should okay. be incorporating for, for longer, healthier, stronger, vibrant years um, for life, right? That's 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 how we define live forever-ish. So we have three ins and an out. In number one is whey protein. Now, sometimes when we mention an in, I think some of our audience members, Dr. Crystal, they want to hear something like they've never heard of before, right? Like, like they like, like whey protein, they've everybody's heard that, right? So they, they want something like, you know, zebra protein. Like, what is that? I know. Just they they want to be wowed. Oh, yeah, wow. there's always a wow factor in this podcasting industry. But this is really cool because we're learning a little bit more about the importance of protein overall, right? For the human right. body. And so tell us a little bit about whey. Yeah, well, we know that whey protein is a protein that you find in cow's milk, in milk. And uh, and so we wanted to highlight a study that was published in April 2021 in the Brazilian Journal of Medical and Biological Research. And this study, um, I looked at whey protein supplementation for heart failure patients. And, uh, and so in the study, they, they actually, it was ended up being 25 participants. They started off with over, over a hundred participants, but, um, but due to include, uh, exclusion criteria, sometimes it just dwindles down. It's a, it's a tough patient population. You're, right. talking, you're talking about people with heart failure, right? And so exactly, it's, it's it, it, conventional medicine has a hard time treating heart right. failure, right? And so you you often see that in studies uh, in heart failure, um, and but that that's why I like this, you know, because when I see something, and, and it is simple, it's whey protein, it's not complex, right? right. It's, it's whey protein, and yet it's having a benefit in a very complex disease. Very true. And it's, you know, there, as you mentioned, not many options. Usually you, when you, when the heart starts to fail, you know, you are now having trouble getting out of the bed, going to brush your teeth, you find yourself out of breath. Um, and there's not much you can do to kind of reverse what's happening. Um, so to improve quality of life and, and, and make someone or help someone to feel better. I think it matters. And it was just something as simple as protein, um, 30 grams per day of the protein. It was just like a protein powder, a protein isolate that was used uh, for 12 weeks. And the authors, I'll, I'll quote the author's conclusion exactly. Our results suggest that dietary supplementation with whey protein improved microvascular endothelial function and possibly smooth muscle structure in patients with heart failure. Yeah. Now, I know as a medical doctor, you may want to. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what it means is in the in these patients with a struggling heart, 
their vascular system, the, the small vessels that are feeding the deep, deep heart muscle, they became stronger. And they right. were delivering more oxygen and more nitric oxide to, you know, deeper and deeper within the in the heart muscle itself. That's what the microvascular means. And so that's actually a really good sign of, of a heart that is now getting to all of its cells more nutrients, more oxygen. Uh, as I said, nitric oxide. That's probably one of the key things too here. I think yes. nitric oxide is probably going up significantly. And so, yeah, that's what that means. And that's always something good, good to see. Now, what we want to, the next step, right, would be mm -hmm. to say, okay, let's open up this trial bigger. Let's try different doses. And let's, let's see if we can improve people's heart function so they move up a class. And what I mean by that is heart failure is, is ranked by classes. Like there's class one which is just the beginning of heart failure. Most people with class one are still doing okay. Mm -hmm. uh, class two, uh, you know, it takes exertion to really have symptoms. Yeah. Uh, like you said, going upstairs and or trying to go grocery shopping, you start right. getting short of breath. That's class two. Class three is you can have symptoms without doing anything. You can just be sitting there and all of a sudden you get short of breath. Yeah, that's no Class good. Class four is pretty much your bedridden. You can't even get out of bed. I mean, that's Very like true. Yeah, that's like that's like people on they're they're on usually on the list for a heart transplant at that point. Um, and so it'd be nice to see now. Let's open up the trial, right? And mm -hmm. let's say what if we could get somebody with by adding whey protein. Now, whey protein is never going to be a singular treatment here, but you add whey protein to the standard treatment, and maybe that helps patients go from class three to class two. Yeah, you know, Dr. Mike, yeah. it's also important to remember, and we we've talked about and we posted podcasts on on sarcopenia, just the role of keeping muscle strong. And remember, the heart is a muscle as it's well. Muscle. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about that a lot, right? Right. You gotta feed it, you gotta exercise it. So that's that was exciting to see whey protein helping out with heart failure patients. Number two, this is it, number two. I like this one. Fennel. I like this one because believe it or not, I actually cook with fennel a lot. Do you? Dr. Mike. I love the flavors. I added it to my uh, my online order uh -huh. after I started reading about this. And I found a nice recipe for a fennel salad. I can't wait to try it. You can add fennel into just about any types of stews. Um, if you're braising meats, if you're if you're you could even roast fennel. It comes out almost onion-like, but it's really, I love it. I use it a lot, and I'm glad to see you picked it as an in. Why Why is it an in for living forever-ish now? <laughs> well, you know, a lot of these nutrients, especially the ones that's in kind of the onion-like uh, vegetable, well, we I guess we could call it an herb if you're using the seeds, a yeah. spice. Um, but all parts of the fennel plant can be used. It's similar to uh, dill, celery, parsley, um, even carrots. But we know they have some aspect of phytonutrients. Right. And fennel is one where um, it contains quercetin. It contains rosmarinic acid, which can help with um, seasonal support and allergies. It contains apigenin. That's something that we typically associate with cabbage and some of the cruciferous vegetables. Um, but there are, there are many health benefits. It's been used um, in you know, Mediterranean 
and, and in Europe for a long time and, and in Egyptian medicine for digestive health. Yeah. Uh, fennel great. seeds are often eaten to aid in digestion after a meal and, and cleanse the palate, Dr. Mike. <laughs> uh, it helps with uh, research with reproductive health, respiratory issues, anti-inflammatory. I mean, I, I actually read a review article and it, it doesn't, it takes a lot to kind of overwhelm me. And I could not believe, I was like, oh my gosh, fennel's doing everything. So, um, okay, so you go out and buy it to your salads now and everything else. That's great. That, that was, that sure. was all it took. So sure? I'm yeah. going to make a cold fennel salad with, um, with some lemon juice, maybe a little olive oil, some Kalamata olives Sounds and, awesome. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. You can send me some. So that's in number two fennel in number three. I, it's, I laugh when I first read this, and I know it just kind of—I don't know why it struck struck me as funny, but it, it is important. It's very important, but it's just funny. Great hearing. <laughs> I, I agree. I, that's one of the things I've noticed probably the most as I've gone into my fifties. Mm-hmm. Hearing, hearing gets a little tougher. You know, it's hard, especially when you're in a larger crowd. I notice if someone's talking to me, I gotta—I have to pay more attention. Wow. You know what I mean? Like you have to really look at them and concentrate when, when you're younger, you can hear everything, you know, just fine. Yeah. Yes. It, it's something uh, I've been personally affected by not like I have my hearings. Okay. But um, I used to work with the, um, the deaf ministry in my church and I used to uh, do sign language and with sign, do, do sign language for the songs in the church and, and it just makes you have a greater appreciation for your hearing. And I am really concerned about the the health or the hearing health of the future population with all of these headphones in the the ear pods mm-hmm. and blasting yeah. the music in your ears. Um, you know, it's something that I think people underappreciate. You're right. Well, the, the structure, right, of, of the ear itself, the inner ear, you have these very fine little hair cells that kind of, or these cells that have little hairs coming off of them. Mm-hmm. And those hairs are important. They move. And that's kind of how the, the signal begins. And yeah, I think they have shown that, you know, loud noise right in the ear damages those, those hairs, you know, yeah. right there, you're already messing with your signal. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, when, when this, when this young generation now turns 50. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like, like I need to invest in hearing aids. Uh, <laughs> add that to my 401k. You connected it to Perry. Periwinkle. Yeah. So a uh, periwinkle uh, contains a compound that can um, allows us to create venpositine. That's probably what some people are familiar with, but venpositine was developed in Europe as a drug, uh, but it's sold in the United States. Um, Usually we think of venpositine as a nutrient that helps to support brain health, helps to increase blood flow in the brain. Um, And it's also been studied to support the nervous system and and other aspects of the circulatory system. So there was actually a, a study 
Another study we would like to highlight published uh, in 2021, Venposatine was tested on 62 patients with hearing loss caused by damage to those hair cells that you yeah. talked about, Dr. Mike. There you go. Uh, and par a part of the cause of that damage was due to noise, um, noise pollution. Yeah. And uh, 12 months of taking Venposatine at 30 milligrams per day significantly reduced the rate of deterioration and improve the hearing capacity. That's yeah. Fantastic. So right there, we're, that's, and that's what we were talking about improving those hair sale cells. And that's that, you know, kind of begins the whole cascade of what eventually becomes you hearing and, and recognizing sound and voice and stuff like that. So, right. yeah, that's great. I like that great hearing and venpositine slash periwinkle. Fantastic. So there's your three ends for living forever is out but now this is what you don't want, right? This is what you want to avoid. And that is acute muscular skeletal pain. Yeah, no, I don't want that either. I've noticed that increases as you get in your fifties too. Just saying. Oh boy. Little, the aches and pains, little aches and pains. You know, you no, do notice it. Let's, let's just pause for a moment and appreciate the fact that you are aware of the proper nutrition and incorporate that regularly. Imagine the people who don't know how they feel in their 50s. But uh, acute musculoskeletal pain, this is defined, I think it's important for us to define this. This is not chronic pain. It okay. is not, um, it is not, people who are dealing with like autoimmune arthritis or, or people who are dealing with long-term pain. This is those aches and pains. Let's say you play tennis and you have tennis elbow or you've fallen or you have the incorrect posture it, or you go to pick up uh, your package from outside and it's just a little too heavy. Or, or you have pain in an arm, a leg, or whatever, and you have no idea how it happened or why it happened. That's consistent with getting in your 50s and 60s. Like, literally no idea why my arm hurts right now. Well, what, here's what we do know. When you start hurting, you, you don't want to hurt anymore. You right. want relief. So what do people typically do? They grab the, the ibuprofen, they grab the acetaminophen, they grab something because, you know, you have to go on with your day. And, uh, and so I'm excited to present some new data on a combination of three herbs that we all have talked about. We know about turmeric extract, boswellia, which is known as Indian frankincense mm -hmm. and black sesame seed oil. Yeah. We've talked about those three a lot. I right. don't know. I don't know in, in this kind of combination. No, we haven't. And, and that's what I think is really nice because we know they work individually. Um, we know the mechanisms of action. Um, but in this study, it was combined together and compared to, uh, to acetaminophen. And oh, the study yeah. showed that the blend was 8.57 times better than acetaminophen at relieving emotional that's, that's, that's strain. Significant. That's significant. Right. Now, let me just clarify that because when I first read this, I said, how can that be? 
when you when you look at the data for just the pain scores, they were head to head, neck and neck. They both work relatively um, as fast as one another. So they 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 were you know comparable in that regard, which is great to find you know a, nutrients that have excellent safety records. You don't have to be concerned about liver damage or any of those other concerns with taking acetaminophen. But then what this study is also showing is that the combination outshined acetaminophen because it's helping with, with how you feel when you're dealing with pain. Um, people who are dealing with pain are sometimes become depressed they they are feeling um okay you know, it's just it's more than just a physical experience yeah so let me let's go back let's say i'm a subject again in this study like let's see mm -hmm. if we can lay this out better so on one hand uh and, and let's say i'm taking the turmeric combination combination mm -hmm. right so on one hand i had a drop in my pain score i was a five i'm a three now or i was a six and i'm a two whatever that is mm -hmm. and, and acetaminophen did the same thing for the most part right Right. But because I'm taking this combination, maybe I'm getting more benefit out of it because I feel better overall. It's not just the right. pain drop, but I I feel like I'm up a little bit. I'm 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 a little happier. I'm a little, hey, this is great. I feel like I should go I should go outside and walk. Right. It's exactly. something like that. Okay. Yes. So um just to put it in context, the blend, it was um the participants received 1,000 milligrams of the blend daily for one week. So this is a short, short study, right? Because we wanted to work fast. It's acute pain. Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, and then, or 1,000 milligrams of acetaminophen. Okay. That's fantastic. I like to see stuff like that. This was a good one. You did a good job picking the ins and outs here. So we had three ins, right? Living, living forever-ish, whey protein, fennel, uh, and um, what I'm missing one. Oh, great. Very winkle. There you go. Uh, those are the three ins and the out is we do not want to be in pain, whether it's acute or chronic. Yeah, right. that's, you know, pain is not a good place to be. Um, and so here for acute pain, we have this combination, turmeric, boswellia, black um, sesame seed oil working together to, in a nice safe way to bring right. down acute pain and you feel a little bit better, which is kind of cool. So those are your three ins and outs for Living Forever-ish. Uh, don't forget, there are more podcasts at liveforeverish.com. Go there, download, like it, share it, comment, and subscribe so you never miss a show. We post a new one every Monday. So go check that out. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.